Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is my podcast where we talk about all the stuff. Uh, this is a very, very special episode. I, you know, I don't have these too, too often, but every once in a while we have a guest. Uh, so as you probably saw in the title, uh, we have Vince Clemente. Vince is, um, he is a filmmaker. I think he's uh, lots of other things too, but um, he is here because he is uh, promoting his new documentary called, well, I like to pronounce it, The Palindromists. Um, but Vince, can you go ahead and just tell the people a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and uh, what this uh, film, do- what this documentary is? Sure. Yeah. My name is Vince Clemente, as uh, you've said. And uh, yeah, I've uh, directed this new film called The Palindromists, or the Palindromists, which is uh, a film following the uh, best writers of palindromes in the world as they um, prepare to compete in the uh, world championship. So it stars Will Shorts, Weird Al Yankovic, Danica McKellar, and then uh, a whole bunch of uh, palindromists, palindromists, whatever you want to call it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's one of the uh, the big debates is how do you pronounce this word? What, what's your preference? Uh, you know, I tend to bounce back and forth uh, depending on what mood I'm in, you know. Uh, you know, palindromist sounds like more of like a, a formal, exciting term, you know, like palindromist just sounds kind of just like a clunky, messy word. But I mean, the word is palindrome. You don't say palindrome, you know. <laughs> yeah. Will Short says it's palindromist, but uh, the dictionary, uh, as maybe once you get to it, it'll say palindromist, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I, I could probably uh, check that real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, th- as I've learned while reading through this book that depending on the f- uh, certain form of the word, um, you have to change the emphasis of where the si- the syllable you know the the diff, you have to change the emphasis on different syllables and it gets very confusing sometimes um so yes palindromists is definitely the more proper way to say it maybe sounds a little fancier um but <laughs> but also it doesn't sound like the word palindrome um yeah so i i i should say that i first learned about uh vince and his documentary from the uh from dave and ethan's 2000 inch weird weird al podcast um and i actually had both of them on as guests on this show uh and so if anybody has not heard those and you like weird al and you like those guys go check those out but yeah i i heard about this and i uh, they said that it was playing at the san francisco uh documentary film festival uh which you could do online you know since everything's online now uh d- during a pandemic and so i went ahead and i watched it and i loved it and i reached out to vince and he uh very graciously agreed to be a guest on here um and you know that the, the movie is all about words uh, and my podcast is all about words, so I thought that they would be a good mix. Um, you know, and I looked through the, this section of where we're at. We're in you know early mid March, and uh, there were no palindrome words, so we sort of picked a, a semi random section of the page that had some good words. And uh, you know, I don't know if palindromes are gonna sneak their way into this episode at all, but <laughs> you know, they're there in spirit, in the back of my mind, and uh, probably your mind too. Oh, totally. They're always in the the back of my mind, you know. It's like one of those things you kind of uh, you follow all these people that do palindromes and uh, you kind of get the bug, you know. And I'm sure after you see the movie, you'll start, you know, reading words backwards and trying it out yourself. Uh, for me, it was something that I didn't know it was even possible to uh, write your own palindrome. I didn't know it was available. I just thought that was just some kind of 
word play that uh or you know something like onomatopoeia that was just existed and that was it you know so uh but what you want to look for in a good palindrome word uh what what the greats say is you want uh words that are you know nice for palindromes are words that have you know uh, alternating vowels and consonants Mm. so yeah i uh after i watched the documentary i actually started to try and write my own uh, and I, you know, I, I made some good progress. It was getting pretty, pretty complicated. Um, I don't know if I will ever go back to it or if I can even find where I started writing it. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that is not an easy thing to do. So I am really, really impressed with, uh, you know, the people who are featured in your documentary. I'm really impressed with, uh, what they're able to come up with and, um, you know, in relatively short time um have you actually ever made your own i have i've made uh i've made a couple here and there i was trying to avoid uh avoid the bug because i didn't want to you know become obsessed with it because uh i made a different movie about you know the video game tetris and uh i still run the world championship so um i didn't i didn't know if i wanted palindromes to be around you know i want to move on to the next project or something uh but uh yeah, so I, I actually enjoy writing it. You know, there's nights I just sit there and, you know, play around in the dictionary or flip words around. But uh, the one I'm most proud of is God to help mass sample hot dog. And I, I just think that's a funny image. And uh, that's what seems to make good palindromes is, uh, or ones that, you know, get toted around town like champions, you know, that they're uh, kind of funny in a way. Yeah, when you can bring humor into it, that brings it really to another level and, and it, you know, it makes it even more impressive, I think, mm-hmm. other than just throwing some random words together. Um, well, I thought I had... Oh, uh, yeah, we should mention, uh, you, you, you alluded to it, um, that you run the Tetris World Championship? I do. This is uh, the 12th year now. Um, we it's the, the Classic Tetris World Championship, and it's a yearly event, and uh, we have events throughout the world and there's you know a big online community now and everyone should uh check it out uh, just the old nes tetris uh, oh my god living living its life 30 years later <laughs> yeah yeah we uh i think we're probably semi close in age yeah I, I grew up in the 80s and boy tetris that that took up a lot of my time I, I was never a championship level but you know i got i got pretty far it was it was fun well it's cool now um a couple of years ago this uh young Young man Joseph Saley, sixteen years old, came out and he just started, you know, just taking it over the scene and, and crushing all the old previous records that had long stood the test of time. And now there's this whole, you know, young brigade of 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 players that are just unstoppable. So that's crazy. It's really cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you also do sometimes uh, play Tetris on Twitch. I do, yeah. I've uh, been playing on Twitch. Uh, you can check me out, hang out with me. Uh, classic Vomps, V-O-M-C-E. Um, you know, dot, Twitch.classicvomps.tv. Nice. And of course, I'll put all your links in the episode notes. So if any of you want to check out that stuff, definitely do it. And I highly recommend checking out The Palindromists, which um, is uh, now available. I think it was uh, March 9th, you said, now available on uh, multiple streaming platforms. Yeah, we're on uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon Prime, and then a whole bunch of other uh, platforms. So, yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, we uh, should probably talk about the words. That is what the people are here to hear about. 
People are here to hear about. Is that the right sentence? I don't know. Okay. Hello, people that listen. <laughs> yes. Uh, there, you know, there's a few of them. There's a few of, few of them out there. All right. All right. Um, well, all right. Hello so to each and one of you. <laughs> yes. We. I love them all. I can probably, if if uh, if I were able to meet them, I would give them each a handshake. Although I'm not handshaking anymore. I'm done with that. Yeah, you got to take a little time off from the handshakes for a little while. Yeah, I think I'm good with fist bumps. <laughs> All right, so our first word is Catawba, capital C-A-T-A-W-B-A. This is a noun from 1715. Number one uh, would be plural. Oh, the plural could be Catawba, or you could add an S at the end. Either one is okay. Uh, So this is a member of an American Indian people of North Carolina and South Carolina. Number two. The language of the Catawba people. Three, any of various wines produced from a pale red Native American grape. I wonder I wonder if the wine is made in that region or if there's some connection to the American Indian people. Like maybe they made this wine. Um, let's see. This is, it says, probably ultimately from uh, the Spanish spelling Catawba, uh, which has no W and has a P, Catapa. Um, or Catawba, which is the name of the 16th century uh, Catawba town. Hmm. All right. So do you know much about uh, these people? Anything about these people? Uh, zero. Yeah. Uh, but I do I do like that I kind of imagine, you know, the, the North Catawbas versus the South Catawbas. <laughs> and I, I really want to know what's going on there, you know. Like, is there a battle over, like, the, the grape field in the middle of the town or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great if there was uh, North Carolina and South Carolina were divided because of the North Catawba and the South Catawba, South Catawba. I don't even know how to talk today. Um, yeah, I've, I've <laughs> definitely heard the word, but I'm not familiar with them because I'm not familiar with a lot of things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, for those people... Um, you know, there's a lot of us out there who are not familiar with a lot of these indigenous people uh, across the country, and we are all living on what used to be their land. Uh, you know, for mm-hmm. your, for you, North Carolina and South Carolina people, this is a group of people that used to live where you live. And now I'm curious about uh, this Catawba wine. Yeah, it's nice that they sneak that in there. They're like, all right, these are the people, but there's also a wine. You know. Yeah. <laughs> to to make the winos happy. No, that was a terrible yeah, yeah. thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we are moving on to the cat bird. It's one word. It's a cat and a bird. The bird is the word. <laughs> this is a noun from 1709. An American songbird that is dark gray in color with a black cap and reddish coverts under the tail and is related to the mockingbird. And the scientific name is Dumatella carolinensis. I love reading those scientific names. Um, I, I mean, I, yeah, I, I never realized that there was a an actual bird named Cat Bird. Did Did you know about this? I had no idea, and I just like that. Uh, you know, like com- combining two animals into one animal. Uh, I just imagine a flying cat, which sounds terrifying to me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like a catfish, but it's a cat bird. It would be great if it had those little like antennas sticking out of its face too. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, totally. I, uh, I, I, 
I, I, I enjoy birds. I enjoy animals very much, but I, I never got into bird watching or anything like that. Um, but uh, I know that that's a, a really big thing that's been, uh, people have been really getting into uh, birding now that it's called. Um, and so, uh, I don't know. I think it would be cool, but also I feel like maybe my personality, it maybe it doesn't fit with my personality. I don't know. Would you ever go birding? Uh, maybe once and then, uh, I'll see if, you know, I'd have to get a, a nice pair of binoculars or something. Yeah. Uh, but I do like seeing a bird every once in a while that, you know, like you all, every once in a while you see like the most beautiful bird just sitting there and, uh, you, you know, you just stare at it until it flies away or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I, it. Um, I like, uh, listening to the songs and trying to think what, what is the purpose of this song right now? Is it, is it to to communicate or what's the why, why are they communicating is it to try and get a mate is it to talk to your friends is it to find where food is or is it to tell people where food is uh i don't know i find that fascinating but i've never actually like sat down and really tried to figure it out i think a lot of it goes uh a lot of it is uh, searching for a mate maybe you know yeah a lot of that uh you know look how beautiful i can sing and <laughs> yeah um, but I mean, they're comparing it to the Mockingbird, so I wonder if it's like kind of an annoying bird, mm. um. <laughs> or or is able to uh, to match songs of some kind. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to move on to Catbird Seat. Uh, yeah, like the seat, like your chair seat. Uh, two words. Noun from 1942. It's so interesting. Okay, a position of great prominence or advantage. The catbird seat. So I wonder if that's related at all to the actual bird, the catbird. Well, I wonder. Yeah, me too. I mean, 1942. That's probably mm-hmm. what. Uh, you know, some kind of. Isn't there a world war going on at that time? Something like that. I've heard stories. Uh, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Long ago in the forgotten history of the world, you know, before the great uh, deletion of history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I wonder if it came out of the war like it was uh, some kind of catbird nation, you know, like a South Carolina. <laughs> we're not in South Carolina anymore. <laughs> uh, no, we're probably yeah, in wonder, Europe. Yeah, I wonder where the catbird's from. So. Interesting. It says it's an American songbird, but... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a, there's a website, um, Etim Online, where they get a lot more... Um, uh, information they go in more depth into the etymology of words so i wonder if they happen to have this this information in there but um y- you know whether or not uh, it came from the catbird although i assume it did it's just a position of great prominence or advantage so if you have yep. a one of those you can say i've got the catbird seat i kind of like that word a lot and uh you know i never heard of it and yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak it in somewhere and no one's gonna know what i'm talking about so I love it. Yeah. I've come across a lot of those words in here. And of course, I promptly forget them all. But it's like, oh, we got to we got to bring these back into our our vernacular. Well, I was looking through this uh, last night and uh, my girlfriend told me that there was a bar. I forget where she said it was, but it's named the Catbird Seat. Mm. Uh, so Interesting. I guess it's a, a, a bar of great prominence. <laughs> or they think they have great prominence. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. so. Uh, very nice. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can find where that is. Um, we are going to move on to our next word. It is cat boat, which is all one word. So maybe they use a cat boat to find cat birds and cat fishes. I don't know. Uh, this is a <laughs> noun from 1860. A sailboat having a cat rig and usually a centerboard and being of light draft and broad beam. 
Um, are you familiar with boats at all? Um, no, zero. Yeah. Me, me <laughs> I don't know anything today. Uh, no, I'm, and I don't. That's why I'm doing this, because I, I know nothing. Um, so a, a cat rig, I don't know if that's related to uh, catamaran. We had that recently, um, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not sure. So, um, you know, if you're a boat person, you know what that is. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what a cat rig is, but I don't think it has anything to do with felines. Well, it's from 1860, so I'm guessing it's some kind of classic, you know, boat. But could you imagine a boat made out of cats, you know? Like, I don't, like, cats don't really like water, so I don't know. Maybe all the cats got together and decided to make a boat. (laughs) Yeah, now I'm imagining a boat made out of cats. Uh, (laughs) That's a great sight. Uh, That, I I don't know. I can't even imagine, like, how are they? Yeah, that would not work, because you're right. They hate, they hate water. Although... Recently, um, my cat has taken to jumping up on our dining room table, and so I started using the uh, the spray bottle technique to get her to go off, and it it doesn't really work. She, I think she's just like, oh, good water. I'll jump off and I'll lick the water, but then I'm just gonna jump back on so I can get more water. So that uh, has completely failed. Sounds like you have a boat worthy cat. Yeah, maybe I should uh, throw her in the shower and see how she likes that, and then take her into <laughs> take her to the Lake Michigan. There you go. Uh, all right, next we have Cat Briere. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, C-A-T-B-R-I-E-R, Cat Briere, noun from 1839. Any of a genus of dioecious, often prickly climbing pa- plants, not pants, climbing, although I want some climbing pants now, uh, climbing <laughs> plants of the lily family. And the genus name is, this is kind of a cool one, Smilax or Smilax. I don't know how to pronounce that word, but that is cool. S-M-I-L-A-X. A cat briere is a, uh, also, what is this word? Dioecious? D-I-O-E-C-I-O-U-S. <laughs> uh, it is a climbing plant. So maybe it's like a, a vine of some kind. Maybe I'll post a picture on social media. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing are you maybe not a plant guy either. <laughs> no, no, apparently I like nothing. <laughs> I mean neither. I mean, I'm guessing dioecious is some kind of uh thing like deciduous trees. Um yes. so maybe it it dies during the winter or something. Yeah, some something like that. I I don't know. It's I can't really figure out although the only thing I can figure out is the the prefix di di I think means two. So, you know, like morning and night maybe maybe it like maybe the maybe there's flowers and the flowers go to sleep at night i don't know something like that but uh yeah i have no idea what that means maybe it blooms twice a year or yeah something something like that but or or maybe they just misspelled delicious Uh, (laughs) it's a very delicious uh prickly well the word yeah the word prickly is in there so maybe well no that's i I was thinking pickles but (laughs) no um yeah well it when we get to the d's we can learn all about dioecious or something uh well the next word is uh much easier for my brain to comprehend it is cat burglar two words noun from 1907 a burglar who is adept at entering and leaving the burglarized place without attracting notice um and i guess in you know the early 1900s they thought that oh if you could leave uh, enter and leave without anybody noticing you're quiet like a cat so I, i i'm guessing that's where the name came from Oh, totally. It's got to be that. Um, I mean, those cats are sneaky, you know. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I'll just turn around and there will be like a cat at my feet. I'm like, where, where, how, where did you come from? You're so 
dang quiet. Or you play the game where you like hide around a corner and like keep oh. popping out, and it gets closer and closer to you. Oh yes, I have. I've done that many times. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of like the, the 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 Pink Panther. He he was a cat burglar, right? Uh, okay. Of sorts. So. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I know that the main character, I think, was a detective, but I don't know if he was the Pink Panther or he was... I don't think he was. I think he was... Oh, you know what? Maybe it was a gem. Maybe there was like a Pink Panther gem or something. I don't remember, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. I I just see see him like sneaking around, listening to that... uh, (laughs) That great ditty. I learned how to play that on the piano when I was a kid. That was that was fun. You got to bring it back to close the episode out, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. So this is something you may not be aware of, but I'm supposed to sing in every episode. I have given myself this rule. So I just sang and we can call that. You know, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll sing it again at the end. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Maybe <laughs> I'll make you sing it actually. All right, yeah, and you didn't even pay me to, uh, you know, segue that one for you. <laughs> there, there are, there's no money being exchanged here, but uh, we we can say that, yeah. Um, okay, next we have cat call, one word, noun from 1693. One, a loud or raucous cry made especially to express disapproval, as at a sports event. And number two, I think this one would be maybe a little bit more common, a derisive remark. Synonym is criticism. And cat call is also a verb. Um, and, I, you know, I, I think that maybe in my mind, the thing that comes, uh, that I think of more often would be something that's not in here, which is typically, and this is not a good phrase, um, typically right. a man cat calling a woman. Uh, what do you, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Um, but you know, I guess, uh, I guess there are cat calls at sports events. I don't know. Honestly, I I feel like both of these definitions are not, uh, as common as, as the one that I mentioned. Yeah. You got to start over. This dictionary is wrong. Um, start from the beginning again. Yep. Uh, Yep. Let's get a new one. It's (laughs) specifically at a sports event. Um, so you can't do it anywhere else. Uh-huh. Right. Well, and yeah, the, in parentheses there, uh, as at a sports event, they those are typically like the most common example. Um, like but a boo. Like yeah, a straight boo. I guess. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't call that a cat call though. That seems odd. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, they call that heckling. From yes. Where I'm from. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. Well, we are going to move on to our very last word of the episode, um, which is a long one, and um, I actually decided that we're going to read... It goes over to the next column quite a ways, so I decided we're just going to do it all. Um, uh, yeah. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> I didn't know that uh, the word you're about to announce has uh, got so many different ways of use. Yeah, so there's there's a bunch of definitions. There's, I think, intransitive verb and, and, and transitive verb and phrases and synonyms. Um, so let's get into it. Uh, the word is catch, C-A-T-C-H. Yeah, this is the first form. The second form will be in the next episode, but it won't be nearly as long. All so right. So catch, you you don't want to, like, it's a terrible word for palindromes. That T-C-H at the end is oh. just uh, stop you right in your tracks. Well, and not even uh, so much the T, it's more of the C-H, because when you flip that, it becomes an H-C, and that's like, how do you, but yeah, then the T makes it a 10 times worse. Well, with the H and the C, you could cut them into two separate words, like sure. a beginning and end of a word. Uh, with the T-C-H, you're just, you're just kind of... You're pretty screwed. Left, left out there hanging. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I, I hope nobody tries to make a palindrome out, out of catch. Um, yeah, that's a dead end, or you'll win a Pulitzer Prize. You know. Yeah, if you can figure out a way to do that, uh, I am impressed. I am impressed. Uh, more impressed than I would be just creating a palindrome in the first place. Um, by the <laughs> way, I, I should also say that, um, you know, I, I, Vince, I think I mentioned this to you, and I've, I've mentioned this in a few episodes in the past. I, I really like backwards talking. Uh, I, I actually like backwards stuff just in general, just weird oh, things yeah. and backwards things. And so um, when I was younger, I got into backwards talking. And, I, uh, you know, in a few of these episodes, I've actually said a word. I've on the spot figured out how to say a word backwards. And uh, my friend and I actually figured out a few backwards palindromes, backwards speaking palindromes. Um, like one of them is Rob Eat a Nutty Bar. So then when you flip the audio, it has nothing to do with the spelling. When you flip the audio, it sort of mostly sounds like Rob Eat a Nutty Bar again. Rob Eat a Nutty Bar. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I wanted to mention that in this episode because we're talking about palindromes. But, uh, you know, that 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 takes it to a whole other level. It's not spelling. It's you have to deal with sound and phonetics and, uh, you know, that axis is a, a whole other part of your brain, which is... I can't really do myself, but I can do the backwards talking fairly fairly well. Yeah, that sounds like uh, you know a lot of the early palindromes were uh, used for spells uh, and, and witchcraft because it was uh, amazing that the word was forward and backwards. So right. a lot of the things uh, there's some great stories about the golem that uh, and like Frankenstein stories that in order to you know kill Frankenstein or the golem you had to like write the name on his forehead backwards or something <laughs> mm. yeah uh it, it's kind of amazing how as a species we've gotten smarter and we realize well not only is there really no witchcraft but that uh, they're just words you know they don't they don't they don't do things like that <laughs> <laughs> well no, i don't know no spoilers <laughs> not yet not yet we don't know um all right so let's see so we have this word catch it is a verb from the 13th century so we are going to have a lot of definitions we are starting with transitive 1a to capture or or seize especially after pursuit as in catch a thief 1b to take or entangle in or as if in a snare as in catch fish in a net maybe they can be catfish so you can catch catfish from a cat (laughs) boat on your cat boat yeah uh, 1C. Oh, go ahead. From the catbird seat. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> yes. There's a catbird seat on the cat boat catching catfish. Catching catfish. There we go. Okay. 1C. <laughs> the synonym is deceive. 1D. To discover unexpectedly. Synonym is find, as in caught in the act. That would be the past form. Caught. Uh, 1E. To check suddenly or momentarily. And then the example of what you are checking, you are checking oneself or yourself. So you can... Check yourself. Check yourself <laughs> before you wreck yourself. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> uh, check suddenly or momentarily. Oh, suddenly I have to check myself or catch. Sorry. Oh, no, it does say check. Yes. Okay. But I'm, I'm mixing up words all, all over the place. Where were we? We're at 1F. To become suddenly aware of, as in... Caught me looking at him. Ooh, why were you looking at him? You got caught. Got busted. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, 2A, 
To take hold of, synonym is seize. To be, to affect suddenly. To see, to grasp and hold on to. Uh, the example is something in motion. So uh, as in, catch a fly ball. You are grasping and you are holding on to it and it was in motion. 2D, man, this is such a big block of text. It's like my brain and my eyes don't know what to do with this. Okay, 2D. You already lost me. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you don't have to follow along. Don't worry about that. Uh, okay, 2D, to avail oneself of. Synonym is take, as in caught the first opportunity to leave. 2E, to obtain through effort. Synonym is get, G-E-T, as in catch a ride. Uh, 2F, to overtake unexpectedly. This is usually used in the passive, as in was caught in a storm. 2G, to get entangled, as in catch a sleeve on a nail. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And I know we have a little bit of an audio delay here, but, uh, you know, if you ever want to throw in something, just interrupt me and I'll stop talking. Oh, yeah. I'll catch you uh, when I need to. Got it. Uh, Let's see. Number three. To become affected by, as, 3A, synonym is contract or contract. No, it would be contract because the example is catch a cold. Oh, Mm -hmm. that sucks. Uh, three That's a bad, bad one now. You don't want to catch any of this stuff going around. Right? No, you do <laughs> not. Um, luckily, I have not caught anything, and I hope I never do. Um, yeah, same here. By the way, I learned that um, since we are both in media, we can mm-hmm. theoretically get the vaccine a bit earlier than the general public. Um, oh, really? Yes. That's just, you, you just I have find to, that kind of ridiculous, to be honest, that they allow media, you know? Yeah. But I, I guess it makes sense for like uh, news reporters or whatever. Right. News reporters but. or camera people, audio people who have to go out in the field often, because mm-hmm. uh, I do still have to sometimes, you know, go go to a location to shoot something for my job. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, that's, I think, their reasoning. Um, where were we? Oh, boy. I I moved my finger and I lost my place. Here we go. 3B. To respond sympathetically to the point of being imbued with, as in catch the spirit of an occasion. That's a weird example. Yeah, that's my favorite one so far. (laughs) Catch the spirit of an occasion or uh, just to respond sympathetically. Is that sympathetically to the point of being imbued with? All right. Yes. I love catching the spirit. You're you're crying because you just you know you just caught the feelies you know. <laughs> yes. I love it. Oh oh how I love to catch the feelies. <laughs> uh, all right, three C, to be struck by, uh, as in he caught a bullet in the leg. Well, I would say that's a bit more than being struck by. <laughs> yeah, you're, You've been shot. I, I thought this was a, you know, like a family-friendly show. I mean, right? now, we're, now, now we're shooting people in the leg? Yeah. I uh, uh. I actually uh, met somebody, this is probably just weeks before the pandemic started, um, but I was coming home uh, on a flight and I sat next to, oh, I had a foot injury, so I had crutches and stuff, and I sat next to a guy and he was like, oh, I'm familiar with that because um, I got shot in the leg. What? <laughs> he... he <laughs> 
somebody <laughs> a, f- a few guys tried to steal his car and they ended up shooting him and then running away and they didn't even steal his car and so he like his his bone was <laughs> shattered and oh man that was a crazy story let me tell you a story about my leg pain <laughs> yeah right i was like mine pales in comparison to that i mean you're not supposed to catch bullets with your leg come on N- no you you got no hands to do it yeah use your hands <laughs> much much safe no kids <laughs> don't try and catch bullets with your hands or uh, legs you know. or legs right or any other part of your body Let's not catch bullets at all. No. Yeah. Unless you were a Penn and Teller, you're trained professionals. Yeah, they're not. He's not even catching it. I don't think. No. Yeah. no I not think really. there's, there's something. There's like a mirror or something. Or Something's some going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. 3D. To be subject, subjected to. Synonym is receive. As in, catch hell. Oh, he's going to catch hell for that. Yeah. <laughs> for a to take in and retain as in a barrel to catch rainwater maybe someday i will live uh off the grid and i will need a barrel <laughs> to catch rainwater because I, th- I think i'm done with society at this point i'm a little scared to use the word catch anymore because I, I don't know what people are you know think i'm referring to you know well yeah with these like 40 million definitions yeah. you have no clue yeah this is yeah I'm, i don't know I'm going to remove it from my catalog. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Uh, yeah, th- this is why English is hard. Uh, okay, for B, synonym is fasten. Five, to take or get usually momentarily or quickly, as in catch a glimpse of a friend. Also as in catch a nap. Ooh, that sounds really great right about now. Are oh, you, yeah. Are you a napper? Oh, definitely. In uh, in high school, they called me the big napper. So that was a little nickname I had for a while. That's. Uh... I can't tell if you're joking or not. No, no, for real. It's oh. been retired. There was uh, me and another friend of mine. We were the nappers. Uh, oh, that's awesome. So I was big napper, and he was also a big napper. So we just call each other the same name. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, was, like, was he little napper or something? <laughs> no, no, both big nappers. Big nappers. Yeah, just, like I, I, I was. <laughs> I was never really a, a napper. I don't know. I mean, obviously, when I was a, a baby or kid, I was. But uh, yeah, I never, I, I never got into that. And uh, I, I think it's a really great idea. And I think that we should bring it in as a society, like uh, like Spain does. I think we need naps in the middle of the day. Yeah. Well, once we start it up, everyone's gonna catch nap fever. <laughs> catch the nap fever. Yes, exactly. Let's catch the nap fever. 2021. Uh, it's better than catching a cold. Yeah, or a bullet, yeah. Yep, yep, way better than a bullet. Um, Okay, (laughs) next we have 6A. The synonym is just overtake, as in catch the leader in a race. I I will never do that. I will never be the leader in a race either, I don't think, unless I'm racing five-year-olds. I mean, maybe you could play some Mario Kart or something. I don't know. Oh, well, yes, I have done that. I have caught the leader in a race of Mario Kart. That is true. You got me. Don't... (laughs) <laughs> don't count yourself out yeah i caught you yeah you did oh boy yeah that word's really gets used a <laughs> i'm lot. just gonna keep saying it let's <laughs> do it let's do it uh <laughs> catch me off guard uh okay 6b to get aboard in time as in catch the bus oh man i have i have such memories of running to catch the train and often or sometimes missing it Oh, when the uh, door when the door closes on you, yeah, <laughs> and then everyone on the everyone on the train gives you that look, right? <laughs> uh, like half of them are sorry, and half of them think it's kind of funny. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. 
And if I were in their p- place, I would be thinking the same thing. Kind of laughing, but yeah. kind of like, oh, sorry. Your, your problem for missing it. <laughs> uh, all right, number seven, to attract and hold. Uh, synonyms are arrest and engage, as in caught my attention. Also as in caught her eye. Number eight, to make contact with. Uh, synonym is strike, as in the pitch caught him in the back. And then he got to go to first base. This dictionary is brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, there are sometimes very odd examples. Um, uh, yeah, I don't quite understand it. And sometimes they don't help me understand the word any better. But yeah, it is what it is, I guess. I feel like that's the same as the bullet one. Like, you know, they're just doing it twice now. Yeah, getting smacked within the... I mean, I would much rather get hit in the back yeah. with a baseball than... Uh, shot in the leg with a bullet <laughs> right right uh nine eight to grasp by the senses am i reading this correctly to grasp by the senses or the mind as in you catch what i mean that's a question mark you qu- you catch what i mean mm-hmm. also as in didn't ca- catch the name i didn't get it i didn't catch it come again right I, <laughs> man i i am so bad with names i i feel like in my i've said that many times i didn't catch your name uh, because I probably wasn't listening or paying attention. So can you tell me again? Yeah. And this time I will pay attention. I mean, it's just too exciting when you meet people, you know. Oh, yeah, you're in the moment. Overload, you know, yeah, definitely yeah, caught in the moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, 9B, to apprehend and fix by artistic means, as in catch a person's likeness. Uh, my dad is a very good artist, so he is very good at uh, qu- even quickly catching a person's likeness. I, I can't I can't do that yeah that's that's uh that's a good definition of catch yeah that one yeah uh 10a synonyms are see like i see you and watch as in catch a game on tv oh did you did you catch the big game on sunday oh i caught the game that was a big game (laughs) I, i did not catch the game on sunday oh the sports you know was there a sports game on the television? Um, yeah, I, I knew it was on, but no, I, uh, I I just, I didn't feel like, well, I wasn't going to go to any Super Bowl party, although now I just want to call it the Superb Owl game. Um, <laughs> That's pretty but, good. Uh, you know, it, it it's fun to watch, but I had other stuff to do and it wasn't, I, I didn't care enough. Well, that's old news by now. I mean, it's March fifteenth, fifteenth oh, already. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're recording this on a uh, February eleventh. We're we're way ahead of the game, the the big game. All right. Uh, where were we? Ten B says to listen to. Eleven to serve as a catcher for in baseball. I like that they added the for in, to serve as a catcher for in baseball. Yeah, I, I, I'm not liking when they you know make it that specific. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm sure there is some grammatical reason that they have to do that, but it it doesn't uh, it doesn't work with me. Yeah. Okay, number twelve. To meet with, as in, catch you later. I was actually gonna maybe at the end of the episode I'll say catch you later if I remember. <laughs> okay, so those were. Like, go ahead. Check you later. Check you later. Right. Who, who's right. the first person to say that? Mm, that is a good question. Maybe when we get to the CHs, they'll they'll tell us. Uh, okay, so those were all of the transitive definitions. Now we have intransitive. Uh, number one, to grasp hastily or try to grasp. Uh, don't worry, there's less of these. Number two, <laughs> 
to become caught. Three, to catch fire. Also, not not good. Oh, I like the fact that the uh, the word is in the definition, which I always yeah, find yeah. odd. Yeah, you can't do that. What does catch mean? Well, it means to catch fire. Okay, but what does catch mean? Well, it means to catch fire. Okay. Yeah, which catch are they referring to at this point? You yeah, know? one of those... Uh, uh, it could be uh, the one that's uh, deceive, to deceive fire. Yes, I have deceived that fire, or the fire has <laughs> deceived me. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I'm guessing it's that one. I think so. Uh, let's see. Number four, to play the position of catcher on a baseball team. Well, duh. And n- number five, the synonym is kick over, as in the engine caught. Okay, I'm not a car guy, but I guess people say that. Are you? Have you heard that? Uh, You know, when you turn the car on, I yeah. guess it catches... I, I, I think I don't know. Yeah, we, we say we say turnover these days. I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel I feel like this is a a little bit more of an older phrase. Uh, you know, when they had to hand crank cars, um, you know, it, it caught something caught. I, I don't know what exactly mm-hmm. is catching, but something kicked over. So now we have some phrases. <laughs> catchable. Oh no, this is not a phrase. This is just catchable. It is the adjective form. Um, and then here's some phrases. Catch a crab. That means to fail to raise an oar clear of the water on recovery of a stroke. Okay, have you heard this? I feel like I feel like that's an absolute like burn by somebody in a rowboat. You know, uh, what are you trying to catch crabs there, buddy? You know, like some, yeah, some some misers just yelling at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some old old experienced yeah. rower. Uh, so yeah. I, so what it says is that when you're in a boat and you don't bring the oar out of the water when you're <laughs> you know going back, you have caught a crab. All right, I want to I want to hear this in use. Yeah, how could you use that in a you know on land? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we need to come up with a way that you can. Uh, yeah, I mean I th- I think using this as an insult is a is a pretty good i mean i don't know what it would mean i don't think it necessarily needs a meaning but uh oh boy you you really caught a crab there buddy i feel like it's it should be like crabs are at the bottom so it should be like if you buried the oar in like the sand or something you know you're trying to like stir up a crab yeah Um, why you're missing the water so you're catching crabs that are above the water (laughs) well you you haven't you have failed to raise the oar above the water so it's oh that's right oh okay it's still in the water but i yeah i I mean i don't i are crabs just sitting there right below the surface i don't know i don't think so that's a weird one just bat it batting an oar at a crab yeah yeah (laughs) uh okay more phrases next is catch dead to find or see at any time, and this is used in strongly negative constructions, as in wouldn't be caught dead in that shirt. <laughs> oh no, definitely uh, not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I'm glad that they use this sort of past form, caught dead, because I've never heard anybody say catch dead. Yeah, yeah catch dead. Catch dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, I yeah, you wouldn't catch me dead in that shirt. I yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I guess that would make sense. But yeah, then you got to throw some words in the in the middle there. I mean, but but when you're dead, you can't. You don't really have choices of what you know shirt you're gonna wear. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I if guess. You think uh, about it. You could definitely be caught dead in that shirt. You know, any yeah. shirt. Uh, so you, <laughs> I I wouldn't be caught. I you you would have to. I wouldn't. I would wear that shirt. What am I trying to say? Uh, I would have to be dead before I wore that shirt. 
I mean, that's sort of yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Catch Fire is next. Number one, to become ignited. Number two, to become fired with enthusiasm. Oh, I have. I am so enthusiastic <laughs> about this this page. I have yeah. caught fire. Yeah. I'm about to start dancing. Ooh, yeah. This we have fun on this podcast. All right, number three, to increase greatly in scope, popularity, interest, or effectiveness, as in this stock uh, has not caught fire yet. And that is a quote from Forbes. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it hasn't gotten um, in scope, popularity, interest, or effectiveness, this, this very good stock. Oh, uh, what was the uh, GameStop? That that definitely caught fire. Definitely caught fire. And then what was it they did? AMC and then Dogecoin and a bunch of other ones. Yeah. I mean, I, is that still going on? I, I, I haven't checked. Uh, I have no idea. I think you know more than I do. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I hear a little bit about things going on, but I don't pay super close attention to uh, to the news, not as much as I should. But um, yeah, I mean, GameStop was really the big one. And I, I'm actually... I'm glad that it happened because you know it's sort of the uh the ants versus the grasshopper situation there's more <laughs> of the little people than the big people and you know i i think it's good that we can show hey you know we can control this too if if we get enough people who know what they're doing i sure don't but uh yeah that was that was quite a thing that happened yeah it's just kind of hilarious because at the same time all the game stops are closing and right have 90 percent off sales and i don't know yeah i mean it 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 what what the hedge funds guys did made sense. So, I mean, if I were in that position, I would have done the same thing because, yeah, it's like GameStop is not a stock that you necessarily would want to get. Yeah. But, right. you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, this is not stock talk. This is the dictionary. Uh, so yeah, let's next, get back to business. Back yeah. to business. All right. Next, we have catch it uh, to incur into to incur blame reprimand or punishment as in he'll really catch it from the boss if he's late again mm -hmm. um are you were you uh were you ever a, a late guy or what like what, what's your opinion on um being things to things early or on time or late uh you know i like early and on time but uh yeah you know i do have uh i am late every once in a while uh you know if i'm catching a nap or something i might you know get <laughs> caught by the boss coming in late yep yeah. going to <laughs> going to catch some fish um yeah yeah on my cat boat <laughs> yep uh yeah. let's see so our last phrase is catch one's breath Whew. and this means to rest long enough to restore normal breathing and then broadly to rest after a period of intense activity i feel like when i'm done recording these these episodes i always have to catch my breath because i talk so much do you think they put that one at the end here just because it's a long definition <laughs> and they're like, all right, we got to give yeah, maybe. the guy reading it, reading it on a podcast some, uh, a little break here. you know? Yes. After all that, <laughs> you need to catch your breath. Um, but we are not done because we have some synonyms. Oh, no. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> all right. I, I actually really like these sections. You don't see them too often, but uh, I really like them because they give you a lot more information about uh, you know, this word and, and other words that are similar. So... Catch, capture, trap, snare, entrap, ensnare, and bag. Wow, that was a that was a lot. Wow. Um, those mean to come to possess or control by or as if by seizing. Catch implies the seizing of something in motion or in flight or in hiding, as in 
caught the dog as it ran by. Okay. Capture suggests talking by overcoming resistance or difficulty, as in capture an enemy stronghold. Nice. Trap, snare, entrap, and ensnare. So I just think it's funny that there's there's snare, entrap, trap, snare, entrap, and ensnare. Yeah, yeah. They're all very similar. Um, anyway, those imply seizing by some device that holds the one caught at the mercy of the captor. Uh, but more specifically, trap and snare apply more commonly to physical seizing, as in trap animals or snared butterflies with a net. But then we have in-trap and in-snare more often are figurative, as in ah. entrapped the witness with a trick question also is in a sting operation that ensnared burglars. So yeah, it's a good the good trick that the, when you put the en at the beginning there, uh, it um, it's more what what was the word they use figurative and not physical. I like that. I I, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, uh, I didn't either. But I just it just sounds like the same word to me with an en. In it, but <laughs> right. now we now we know that it's you know figurative. We got we got oh, some I like that. good information there. I learned something today. Oh. Oh, goody. My goal is done. <laughs> that actually, that, that really is a goal of mine is to, to learn and have people learn. Um, and then our last uh, word in this synonym section is bag. And that implies shooting down a fleeing or distant prey, as in bagged a brace of pheasants. I guess that is a group of pheasants. Um, all right. So those were all of the words. I will re-say them quickly. Catawba. Catbird, catbird seat, cat boat, cat briere, cat burglar, cat call, and catch. Um, so you you now get to pick a word of the episode. Which one did you like the best, or that just jumped out at you? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with catbird seat. Cat uh, seat. I like that. I'm I'm gonna try and work that into my everyday life and see. I'll let, I'll let you know. I'll keep you informed. Thank of, you. Uh, when I actually use it appropriately. Yeah, I, I'm really curious to know if you're able to do this successfully. And it won't be just talking about the the bar that was mentioned earlier. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that would be cheating. Yeah, I got to use it as you know, the noun that it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, can you now sing a song about the catbird seat, but to the tune of the Pink Panther? <laughs> sure, let's go. <laughs> go for uh, it. <laughs> catbird seat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Catbird seat. Uh, that's all I got. I don't know. I'd have uh, to. Uh, I think that was that a different song. I'm trying to think of what that oh. was. Da, 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 da. That oh, I think that was. Um, oh, uh, why am I blanking? Um, Inspector Gadget. I think that was that music. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, it was close. Uh, this is a, a slant song. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was going to do. Okay. All right. All right. I can't wait to be in the catbird seat. You know? Yeah. You're in the catbird seat right now. I mean, I guess uh, it's my podcast. So, yeah, I've got this catbird. I'm sitting on my bed. So, uh, my my bed is my catbird seat. Um, I'm I'm jealous. (laughs) Well, you know what? You you are in the catbird seat when you are, uh, you know, talking about your podcast or no, your uh, your documentary or, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, any time that people are asking you about it, you are definitely the one in the catbird seat. You know, I think we now call this the hot seat, maybe. Maybe maybe that's not the right word, actually. I take that back. Hot seat is not a, a position of great prominence 
No, it's the not. Hot seat. Hot, <laughs> the hot seat's old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's something hot else. Not good. You don't want to be in the hot seat. No, no. You want to be. You want to be in the cat bird seat. <laughs> Very much so. Um, yeah. So thank you for for being on this. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's a little bit weird to do these remotely, but uh, we make it work, <laughs> and uh, we talk about some fun words, and we learn something. We are all learning new things, like cat bird seat. Um, yeah. So uh, tell the people again what you, what your uh, your documentary is and uh, what you do so they can go find you. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, if you want, uh, my name is Vince Clemente. I, am a, I directed a film called The Palindromist. It's now available on iTunes and Amazon Prime and uh, other uh, streaming platforms. Uh, please check it out. Uh, it's, it, it follows the greatest palindromists in the world as they compete in the World Palindrome Championship. Oh, that is so awesome. And it's it's really a fascinating documentary. And I love learning about these people um, who just think in this such an interesting way. Um, and do you have any upcoming projects, anything that you're working on? Uh, right now, I, I uh, spend a lot of my time working on uh, the video game Tetris. Uh, I run the world championship for that. So that's uh, a yearly championship of the video game uh, for the whole entire world. And that's what I work on a lot, and uh, I'm, yeah, I got a couple of new projects in mind, but yeah, I haven't really started working on anything yet. Um, I'll keep you posted. Awesome, awesome, and I will keep my listeners posted when we learn more. Um, cool, so we're ending this episode, which is the Ides of March. If you know anything about that, you know <laughs> what that is. I only know the very small basics, um, and uh, oh, Just oh. Beware. Be, yes, <laughs> Just you beware of today. You have to beware because Spencer and Vince are going to talk and, you know, who knows where that's going to go. Well, you wouldn't want to catch a knife in the back, if you know what I mean. <laughs> good one. Good one. <laughs> um, so I, I need to quickly list off some holidays and things that are happening today other than oh. the Ides of March. Uh, let's see. In uh, Let's see. It is World Consumer Rights Day, whatever that is. Uh, we are still in Lent. In Hungary, it is the 1848 Re- Revolution Memorial Day. In Cyprus and Greece, it is Green Monday. I thought that said Greece Monday. No, it's Green Monday. <laughs> uh, in Australia, Harmony Week starts, where everybody is required to sing in harmony all the time. Uh, also in Australia, it is Day of Action Against Bullying and Violence. That is a very, very good thing to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, in India, it's also Consumer Rights Day. Let's see. Mexico is Benito Juarez birth date anniversary. In Belarus, it is Constitution Day. In Spain, it is the Fales or La Falas or La Fallas. Uh, what else is it? Um, did we get them all? In Palau, it is Youth Day. And then, of course, I have to say the fun holiday here in the States, and I'm scrolling. It is, oh, my God, really? Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Okay, well, first of all, uh, there's a couple today. First first of all, it's everything you think is wrong day, which <laughs> is brilliant because I think there's a Weird Al song called Everything You Know Is Wrong. Yeah, oh, no. We're tying it yeah. together, yeah. Which... um is actually his style pastiche parody of They Might Be Giants, who is, uh, I'm also a big fan of They Might Be Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, it says, The unofficial holiday is a gentle reminder that we are all imperfect. It prompts us to accept that there are a lot of things we are wrong about and encourage us to spend some time correcting them. Well, that's cool. I like that. Um, but also, <laughs> it is also napping day. 
<laughs> oh yeah, all right. I like this day. Oh you my the right god! Day for me. I had no clue that 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 was a that was a good coincidence. I loved it, um, and I love this episode. I love talking to you. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely, I, I love being on the show, and uh, I can't wait to to listen to it again and uh, and tune in more often. Awesome. I appreciate that. Um, you know, it's not for everybody, but if you want to listen, I'm not going to stop you. And I hope that you <laughs> tell everybody. And um, obviously, to all my listeners, thank you for listening. Please go tell everybody about this. You can rate and review and subscribe and all of those fun things. And, um, you know, maybe in the future, uh, we will have Vince on again. And maybe uh, we can get some other palindromists on the show. Um, and with that, we are going to end it. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Catch you later. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>